This is Mr. Suave's Mod Mod World. Show number 386, The Shingles Ruin Your Summer Again. It's a mod, mod world. Hey, you guys had shirts on when you came in here. There's something happened to them, man. <laughs> Come on, Spicoli, just put the shirts back on. You see that sign? No shirt, no shoes, no dive song. <laughs> All right. Learn it. Know it. Live it. from the Cocktail Syndicate coming back at you live kind of sort of it's not live but recording here at Crabapple West with guess who? Me. Mr. Mike Simmons back from the dead back from his year of uh, two years of absence. We're glad of to have absinthe. him back. Of, of absinthe. Uh, we've been drinking. We're drinking. Oh we just made the best drink you guys but this is a before coconut. we go there okay so earlier today uh, we planned to do this a long time ago uh, yesterday yeah. And so we went and got uh, so we got some beer, then we got some uh what was it, tater tots, is buffalo tots. Buffalo tater tots. And then we got uh, kitchen. We got cheese and strips, a beach favorite, because we're in Huntington Beach at Crab Apple West Studios. Actually I changed the name to this place. It's oh, now yeah. called Crab Apple on Sea. Ooh, I like that's yeah. fa- that's fancy. I know with, with hyphens and everything. Wow. Hyphens cost extra, 
Uh, you have to slip some of your business cards. This place is very, very extra. It is. Can, can you guys? Uh, they actually have a, a fountain outside here at the studios. Yes, uh, we went to we went to Four Sun. We went to Four Sun Brewery. You know, we forgot we forgot to bring beer home. Yeah, well, we said we were going to, then we forgot. But now it's oh, now it's we're okay. into the coconuts. So uh, before that, we made uh, painkiller. We made painkiller, and those were we didn't think we were going to be able to top those. And Mike said, "You know what we're going to make?" Because we have like everything right now. We have uh, we have limes and pineapple juice and. Everything else in Mike. Have uh, a can of Lopez. I don't know who he is. Cream. But uh, yeah. So so Mike says, you know what we're making is a coconut. So we went we went to the the Bible, uh, Beach Run Berry. Which which Beach Run Berry is that? Do you know? All of them. I just combined them all. See, well, Mike made a big folder. He made it spill proof and idiot proof, which uh, we time and again have proven that that to be yeah, a smart great. move that you made. Yeah, well, I bought some waterproof copy paper. Right. This was like what? This is Probably at least. 10 or 15 years ago? Uh, at least 12 years ago, for know, sure. Yeah. A long time. And yeah. then, uh, and I scanned every single one of Beach Bumberry's books. You did. Uh, and then printed them on this giant, because I didn't want to wreck the originals. Right. We, we, it's not like we're in the streets selling them. No. Five not the streets. No. We take PayPal. Um, no, and then, uh, yeah, and it's worked out. It's also nice, because I had them in my in my uh, photos on my phone for years. Uh, I still have mine on my phone I right now. I win bar bets yeah. almost everywhere I go because I, I go, how do you make a Mai Tai? And uh, no one ever knows how, so. Right. Yeah. Uh, even in this day and age where it's documented how you're supposed to make a Mai Tai, you can still go to almost any place that says they serve Mai Tais and they give you pineapple juice and grenadine and you're like, mother... It's not supposed to be red. If it's not yellow, it's wrong. Well, if it's not brown, it's supposed to be brown. Yeah, pretty much, like yeah. a brown, yellow... You know, if it looks like dumpster juice, you're dumpster on the juice, right track. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, the other day I was at a place nearby. I won't name names, but it was cool. They actually uh-huh. were like opening a new bottle of Fee Brothers Falernum. Okay. Which I was like, all right, we're on the right track. That's not. I so I go, what drink is that used on? And they mm-hmm. go, the Mai Tai. Mm. And I was like, that's great. You know what? I have made a, a Mai Tai type drink with Falernum, but then you can't call it a Mai Tai. I know that's a long discussion about what's a Mai Tai and what's not. But if you deviate from, you know, what a Mai Tai is, so let's talk about that yeah, for a second. It's two, it's two kinds of rum. If it isn't that, it isn't that. It's a dark and light. It's orjao, which is almond syrup. It is lime juice. It is rock candy syrup. Which is pretty much regular or simple syrup. And it's, uh, what else, what else? That's it, right? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't made one in years. But you need a you need one rum from Martinique. Right. You need one, one uh, that's, is it, uh, what's the other one? Like an agricole? Or is that a, what Martinique is? Uh, oh, it depends on the... So usually I have like... Let's Clement say using Clement, which Saint is agricole. Yeah. So yeah, I think one's an agricole and one's Yeah, Martinique. people are insisting on, on floating a dark rum on your Mai Tai. Get them the fuck away from your Mai Tai. <laughs> yeah, because that's not... No, there's no yeah. floats on a Mai Tai. If there's any juice in your Mai Tai, of no. any kind besides lime juice, get them the fuck away from your Mai Tai. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's all he's saying. So anyway, that's uh, summer just started for us, uh, kind of sort of. It's you know it was overcast here in Huntington Beach all day. Um, strange. It's uh, we're recording this right before the Fourth of July, so it's you might hear get nutty down here. Yeah, you might hear some uh, some bombs and stuff going up. In, uh, There's literally like in the background a dude setting off you know hand grenades and 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 dynamite across the street. Yeah. Which is nice. I know that sounds like hyperbolic, but it's pretty accurate. It's just it's just one of the perks of a crab apple on the sea. <laughs> that you get here. Crab apple on the sea. On the sea. We're going right. to play a bunch of goddamn music for you all today. Really? Yes. We've got... We've got I mean, we know we've been yakking for like eight minutes now, yeah. but that's why they tune in. Though they'll tune in for the music. They, they yeah, I, I, I don't. I always skip through the music and when that's I exactly walk. Exactly, I, I do too. Yeah, it's you know because I've got no ego, but <laughs> handle it. <laughs> so we're going to be hanging on to that. Okay. Uh, we're going next. Next is Supergrass. Now I love oh, yeah. Supergrass. I saw them uh, when they first came to America. God, that first album. Remember that? Yeah. Holy cow! I saw them at the Whiskey A Go Go. Yeah, I took this girl there. Yeah, that did not work out. I know which girl you're talking she about. She was too. into cats. Yeah. Was she a redhead? I don't think so. No, I not, think... Not, not that one. Okay. Yeah, another girl. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but this is from their second album. Okay. Because we're trying to find stuff that has to do with summer or oh, sunshine. Oh, I get it. Or I don't know, sun tanning. Okay. Uh, oh, you know that first song cancer. was the Beach Boys. Uh, right. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful so day. So we did some research. We did the first take of this. Yes, thing. and it's from a movie soundtrack from uh, Americathon, which is a horrible movie. 
from which 1979, which apparently has a great soundtrack because it's got a, that song on it. I don't know anything about the movie, but but based on the poster, it was supposed to take place in 1998. So I of wonder course. how that worked out. Do you remember when, when that happened, the Americathon in 1998? <laughs> I remember 1998. Uh-huh. I put a record out that year. I remember. Yeah, I had I lived in Orange in a little apartment. If you guys don't remember, uh, Mike, one of the mini bands he's in is Sparkle Jets UK, and he's talking about their very first album. In Through and Beyond, yeah, uh, which is going to be reissued on vinyl very, very soon. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Let's hit some uh, tunes, and then we'll talk about all the stuff that's going on in everyone's lives, maybe even ours. What's next, Mike? Supergrass, sun hits the sky.
Mike, who was that? That was Rick Hen with Girl on the Beach. What do we know about that? Anything? He was uh, in the sur- Sunrise? Yeah. That yeah, record Sunrise. came out in 1973. Yeah. I was co-written with Kim Fowley. Who were the Sunrise, do you know? I have no idea, but they mm. were they were that band that uh, that Murray Wilson put together. Right. This came out on Epic Records in 1973. All right, let's backtrack here. Before that, we heard... We heard Randall Kirsch with California Sleepwalking, and we also heard Supergrass with Sun Hits the Sky. So we, we had some power pop, and then we went back to our evil ways of um, stuff that's been influenced by the Beach Boys, like obviously influenced by the Beach Boys. Uh, that's just our nature when we do uh, summer shows, pretty much. It's, if it's not Tiki, it's Beach Boys, pretty much. And Randell's oh. a friend, so. Yeah. Uh, how do you know? Um, we've done lots of gigs together. Yeah. Um. I played a show with him once with uh, Dean Torrance, oh, which was right. like the most fun thing ever. And he was so sweet to me. They all were. Yeah. I was just kind of like, they said, hey, you want to come play some songs? And I showed up at this thing with my guitar and I felt so out of place. <laughs> and then they're like, two songs into the gig, they're like, we're going to ask a friend of ours to come out and play some songs with us. Wow. And like their guitar guy had my amp all set up and mic'd and they put a vocal mic in front of me. Now we hadn't like rehearsed oh, my or anything. And they had like a whole like ten more songs, Beach Boys hard songs to do that I've never tried. And you're like, hey, you know what? He looks like Jeff Foskett. Stick him I in just, here. I just went for it. Yeah. What you? So what'd you do? Um, I did all of it. I wow. sang. I just looked for parts. They probably had it all handled. Yeah. But I just picked one and I kind of yeah. didn't know the chords, but I went for it anyway. It was like the most fun hour of my life. Well, it's a dream gig for you. It was great. That's really cool. Yeah. I wish you all could have been there. Even I was. Wish there. I could have been there. Yeah. So speaking of, so uh, we're talking about the Sparkle Jets putting out, the, they're going to reissue their first two albums, their only two albums, kind of, sort of. Yeah, only two. Um, you're putting them out on vinyl, very limited edition vinyl that, uh, what, what's the deal with that? Um, well, it's kind of becoming, well, obviously vinyl's on its way back, as most of you probably know, but it's, it's always been kind of hard to do because it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, and, you, and with any kind of product like that, there's a lot of lead time. There's a lot of expenses as far as test pressings and waiting around and special mastering and artwork is more money than like a CD would be. Everything about yeah. it is like 10 times more money. And qu- and quantity when you're doing small releases is always, you know, if it's a real record by a big famous group, you know, you just make however many you think the market will bear. Right. And if, if you make too many, you blow them out. But with small stuff, it's been kind of tough. Even uh, the minimum order used to be about 500 units. Wow. Which isn't a lot, but... It's a lot to sell, though, It's a lot to sell if no one knows who you are. So um, my last band, we put out a a thing. I'm still surrounded by boxes of them. They're propping up all my furniture. Mike Mike is also in a band called the Yorktown Lads. So if you need a Yorktown Lads vinyl LP, which is really great, by the way. They sound really good, by the way. I just Um, just listened to them the other day. I literally, yeah, I can see the boxes right in front of you, and those are all, how many of those are, like 50 apiece, 25 apiece in those boxes? There's 15 in each box. 15. That's why there's so many. Holy moly. Yeah. Well, you've got so a lot of dead stock. I'll, 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 you know, they cost me $10 each to make. He's wheeling, he's dealing. If you see him live, he may he may do that cost for you. Uh, shipping adds money. I'll probably just hand it to you, but yeah, shipping yeah. is expensive for all Yeah, that's a problem. So that so. adds another whole thing. Is like yeah. They don't tell you that when you're when you're paying all that all those different fees for all the, oh, well, do you want it to be this way? Do you want a gatefold? Do you want colored vinyl? Do you want color labels? And do you yeah. want shrink wrap? And right. All these things. It's like start. when you're. It's like when you're buying a car. Yeah, it all sounds all, good. And then they don't tell you about uh, like you get it all done and you've paid the what is it, 
four or five thousand bucks up front that you pay for these Holy things. moly. And then they go, yeah, so um, we got to ship this to you, <laughs> and that's going to be another 800 bucks. Oh, my God. Uh, it's like, hey, you never mentioned that. But thanks for thanks for not mentioning that ever. So the new deal you're doing is that the record company themselves are drop shipping it to your, your end consumer. Exactly. So you don't have to it's handle it. Very, yeah. And uh, that, it's built into your price. And Yeah, super small super small runs as low as 100 units. And that's then, amazing. Uh, and it kind of... You just kind of build it on there, and they go, well, here's how much it's going to cost uh, to your spec. If you start adding things, it kind of re, right. uh, it recalculates the price. You get and some rich Corinthian leather. You can see if you, if, what your profit point is, if there is one. Yeah. For us, we're just doing, we're just doing it at cost. Right, just because we want it, we want it to exist. So we're not trying to make money. So you're doing, you're, you're doing a really limited run though of these. Yeah, albums. We're, we'll probably do a hundred of the first album, maybe maybe two hundred of the second. Wow. We'll and see. that is a Bamboo Lounge was their second album. If you yeah. guys haven't heard Sparkle Jets and you love Power Pop, I highly recommend you uh, you seek these out. Uh, you, will not be, you will not be hearing any of it on the, today's modcast. Uh, you know, I had a a, uh, I had a Sparkle Jets song on the li- on the master list. We had a master list of two hundred plus songs that we were looking at. We had to, we had to cherry pick these. Um, and as you know, we've been drinking, so it's. But who wants to listen to that when you can listen to us instead? Yeah, isn't that exciting? We could play you the long version of Bamboo Lounge. Uh, actually, we probably already have. Why don't we use that for a music bed? Mm. You might be listening to it right now yeah, underneath you know us what? talking. It's probably going on underneath us, yeah. yeah. All right, um, we're going to stay in that Look, Beach Boys vein. It's about the only thing that ever goes on, or goes on underneath me. But uh. Oh, hey, stop right there. Hey, we're going to stay in the Beach Boys vein, and we're going to play the Explorers Club, because this came out last year. We didn't do a show last year, and this Shame totally deserves to be heard. Uh, it does. We'll talk about the Explorers Club when we get back. This is, uh, what is it, California's calling you? California's calling you. From the Explorers Club. Boulevard, on the Boulevard, any night, every 
everybody's uptight, all right and out of sight. Girls in short, sexy skirts and crazy colored capris. Guys in cars, radio blasts, sounds of the past. Everyone is happening, sightseeing, reeling with the feeling. Got a notion, there'll be motion at the junction. Making it down the East Street, it's Whittier Boulevard. Hey girl, are you digging the sights? Can you dig the lights so bright in the night? Look at the people, I wonder where they've been, where they're at, and where they're going. Oh, we're cooking on Whittier Boulevard. There's a bus, people in it, look at us. They put us down. Oh, I'm so pushed. Those people being rushed into society's madness. A world of sadness. Come on, join the parade down Whittier Boulevard. We're parading, baby. baby and cruise with me it's early yet so don't fret my little fox set hey the night time is the right time to be with the one you love come on girl let's make it to the east side and ride down Whittier Boulevard down Whittier Boulevard that's where it's at I can dig it I can dig it Is this Mike Love? This is Mike Love. <laughs> I'm going home then. Hey, that was uh, the Tikiaki 5-0, uh, which is our friend Jim Baki's band, Tikiaki Orchestra, except it's a stripped down, surfy version of Tikiaki. And they just put out a five-song EP last summer, and that's one of the originals. That's Supernova. Uh, if you have the means, I highly recommend you pick that up. Not just because he's if a If you friend. don't have the means, pick it up anyway. Yeah, a shoplift it if you have to. No, uh, yeah, go go 
check out Tikiaki Orchestra in 5.0 on the uh, the interwebs. You can buy. Oh, did you hear that? Was it M80? Yeah, that was a Good little time. guy. Yeah. Wait till, wait till the big one happens. Yeah, Don't I know. Feel that one. I'm worried my car's out there. It's just a. Uh, oh, your car was out there. It was out there until they put a full of shrapnel yeah. and bullet holes. Ah, beautiful Huntington <laughs> Beach. It's Fourth yep. of July. Hey, uh, before that, what did we hear, Mike? Uh, we were listening to The Midnighters with yes. Whittier Boulevard. The Midnighters featuring Godfrey. I don't know who he is, but he was the... He was uh, a radio DJ. I'm guessing, like, yeah. On KRLA. Okay. and So I think it was supposed to be his record and uh-huh. The Midnighters with a backup band. Yeah. So it's, I, I pulled it off the greatest hits. Came on came out on Whittier Records in 1967. So the backing track of that is The, Midni- the Midnighters hit Whittier Boulevard, and then it's him kind of like freestyle rapping over it, kind of this, this Maynard G. Krebs kind of thing going... Uh, pretty good i like that track a lot you're from whittier yep so that's kind of why uh, you know I said, I said i said hey mike listen to this and uh that mike is a whittier boy went to school in whittier my dad used to cruise whittier boulevard for the most you're, part. you're you're nothing like your dad because you're not a nice guy at all no no total dick what did we hear before that we heard ken say the f word i did not say the fucking f word not yeah. one fucking time did I say the fucking f word are you gonna are you gonna edit it how are you gonna edit it i'm gonna i'm gonna put a bleep in between the f and the k so you don't hear the uh <laughs> Is that what you wanted to hear? That's exactly. Okay. See, now I can reconstruct it even after you edit it. Huh? Oh, I see. I can put it right back in. You, you get all CSI me. Uh-huh. And then You're we started screwed, that set. All right. We started that set with California's Calling You, right? Was this a three-song set? I don't remember. I've been drinking. Yeah. Yeah, we had Explorers Club. Mike, you've been drinking. Hey, what mug did Shout you... Shout out to Jason Brewer. Oh, my God. That album... Uh, I, we didn't do a podcast last year for summer. Um, that album totally deserved our recognition. Uh, what can you say about that album that... that I, people My just copy's have to autographed. Is That's it really? what I can say about it. Really? Yeah. So cool. Those guys are great. Explorers Club. What's it called? I forget what it's Come called. Come Together, I think. Come or, Together? Uh, together. I think together it might called Together. Let's call it Together. The first song on the album is called Together, so I'm going to say sure. I'm going to say yeah. Just look up the Explorers Club and the, the release from 2016. The one that looks just like the Friends cover. Uh, Probably painted by the same guy or Beach something. Beach Boy Friends cover. Yes. Yeah. All right. So what do you want to talk about now? We're we gonna should we just play some more songs? To quit we're gonna we're gonna listen people? to uh, some XTC next. It's it's about grass. Right on.
right, and that's the fantastic who, Mike? Mark Eric, with Place for the Summer. Off of? A Midsummer's Daydream, 1969. That's a fantastic album. You were just mentioning uh, how good attempts were being recorded in L.A. in uh, 1969. Yeah. Why so? Done at, done at Sound City Studios. Tell me more about that studio. Um, well, I think it's the one that... Uh, that is, I think it's the one in, in Woodland Hills. It's in Van Nuys. The, the Valley. One, it's the one that uh, that Grohl. Um, oh, with the, the, the sound, where the console came from. Yeah. Ah, interesting. So a lot of like Fleetwood Mac, everyone recorded there. Yeah, at one a, time. It's a big room. That studio's gone now, though, right? No, it's no? it's cranking. It's making oh, it's really? money like crazy. In fact, it's so busy that they, uh, you know, that a lot of other studios in LA that were previously more famous are getting bookings back because it all kind of went there and it's so crowded now that the other studios are getting more work again. So it's good business for everybody. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Kind of cool. Anyway, that's a Lost Classic that got reissued. Uh, it wasn't really recognized when it came out very well. I have, I have that on vinyl at home. Uh, I bought like a cutout bin in the 80s at like Rhino Records in Claremont, I believe. Didn't really think much about it until they reissued it and then I listened to it again and it's pr- a pretty amazing album. If you like that kind of stuff that you just heard, pick it up. Uh, be it the CD, the vinyl, whatever. Uh, they got re-released. Oh, no, wait. The, we, the vinyl's not out yet, right? Or is it? What are we talking about? The new vinyl for the Mark Eric. Oh, I don't I don't see any listing for it on There's Discogs. no listing. Discogs. I spend way too much time yeah. on Discogs lately. The sad thing about Discogs is you can look stuff up so you can you can resolve a question you have, and then you can buy it. That's a really bad, That's bad, a bad thing. thing. Yeah, it's bad. And not only can you buy it, you can go... Yeah. I want this. If it's not for sale, and someone will find you. I did that like a while back. Yeah. This really rare record. That's not. It's only rare because they only made like a few. It's not like any anything anyone would care about. Yeah. But I kind of wanted it, so I kind of I pressed the button. Yeah. Then I got an email last week saying, "Hey, is somebody selling this album you want?" Yeah. So I go, okay. And the thing with Discogs, if you've never bought there, mm-hmm. that you need to really. And I'm I'm saying this as a public service announcement <laughs> to any of you that are dumb enough to go on Discogs and buy things, always check the shipping fees that that seller um, does. They're all different. It might look like it's on there and you think you see it, but no. They have a whole special page. It's really hard to find per user and what they charge you. So like, I went and did it, and I'm careful. I know better, right? Right, right. And I went and had... You're an experienced shopper. You've been buying online for for 20 plus years. It was going to be like 25 euros. It was Mm -hmm. in Italy or whatever. I'm like, all right. I don't see a problem so far. That's It's expensive, but okay. So I said, yes, I'll buy it. Because I'm looking, and I saw shipping, and it looked like it said 9 euro. Yeah. Because I was looking. Right. And I hit hit okay. And then I'm like, wait a second. Let me look again. And I dug around deeper, and it was like... It was nine euro shipping to Europe. Oh, within Europe. It was another twenty five to ship to US. So you doubled the so, price. Yeah, so fifty euro and whatever the exchange rate on that is, probably about sixty bucks for one stupid record that no one even knows about. What album is this? Uh Fugu. I don't know. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, have you received it? No, I have not. Nice. They received my sixty some dollars probably, mm. but I have not got the record in. Hey, what did we hear before Mark Eric? Oh goodness, we heard. Why don't we look that we up? We heard sounds. Uh, we heard the Electric Soft Parade. Ah, that's a good album. Summertime in my heart. Yeah, and, and uh, we heard XTC, XTC with grass. Yeah, because those two went together. Then uh, you figured out they're in the same key. They were. So that. Did you uh, any of you guys pick up on that? No. That's some genius stuff it right just, there. Because they skimmed through those songs, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're just listening to us talk. I know. That's what I do. Yeah. Especially when I do a show, I just want to listen to myself talk. It's amazing. Yeah. And by the way, thanks mm. to all of you. Listening, yes, thanks to both of you for listening to the show. We both really, really appreciate it. Also, I want to mention that you're listening to Mr. Swab's Mod Mod World here on the Modcast Radio Network podcast. Mr. Swab is it is in New York City he's right now. He's in New York, uh, he's on his way home. Uh, by the time you listen to this, he will be well home and pissed off he at just, his home. Just had he just had his last martini, yeah, in New York City. Uh, I have not. Have I, have I had my last coconut for the evening? I don't think so. Those are too damn good. We we don't have to make them. Mm. Uh, uh, we don't have to flame them up again. No. But uh, what was the reentry? That was ridiculous. What was what's in the reentry? Yeah, that was just just you know coconut reentry. Yeah. What you do is, if you have a drink that that has lime, if you want to do if, if if you really want to wow your friends and you've got some and you got some one fifty one laying around. Yeah. First of all, you don't. That's rarely called for in a drink. No. Um, That's you why can, you keep Bacardi around to light shit on fire, right? Because because you know if you're gonna if you're gonna actually put 151 in a drink, yeah, don't drink. That's Bacardi. like crazy. 
Yeah, what are you, 14? Got some uh, Everclear? Yeah. The point is, you have something like that that's flammable. Yeah. And you've got your lime, uh, your discarded lime uh, rind. That you've juiced. Like your half yeah. a lime that you juiced. Yes. You flip that thing upside down and float it like a little boat uh-huh. on your beverage. Yep. You put your 151 in there, and then you light the some bitch on fire. Turn off the lights, and your your drinks are on fire, which really well, you impresses know, your guests. You know what a lot of restaurants do, though, to, to save money on uh, 151? No, no, no. They, they, I've had that. They, they douse a crouton in 151. Yeah. It's, it takes a lot less 151. And right. It, and it stays on fire for a while. True. And then uh, that I was, had one. I had a drink at a place once. I won't say the name of the place because they're probably out of business anyway. Yeah. But they literally did put, like, kerosene on that cr- crouton. Holy crap. It was... It was so wrong. Yeah, you, you can't put that in someone's drink. That's, yeah, it was really no, not cool. So, but anyway, you put 151 on a Was this the Bahuka? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I, I, it, could, it probably it was, but I bahuka, can't remember for sure. Maybe. Well, when you drink kerosene, you kind of don't remember. Well, the thing is, well, most drinks of the Bahuka tasted like they had kerosene anyway. So, uh, the late great, we love the Bahuka. It was, a, it was a tiki legend here in Southern California in, in Rosemead. And I grew up next to the one. In West Covina, that disappeared like in 1980. But uh, yeah, they they went under, and their big giant fish that we all love, Rufus, disappeared. Just uh, disappeared under Miss. Oh, it's a long story, dude. Go to the Tiki Center and read that. Wow. that. It's not good. The yeah. new owners just you know ixnayed the uh, our, our favorite. They probably fish. served them up. They probably ate them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a Rufus. big sucker. Yeah, and he loved carrots, so he and was he healthy. Prob- yeah, he, yeah, he, he yeah he probably tasted like carrot. Yeah. He ate the carrots, and and his teeth. His jaws were so strong, yeah. like it reverberated from inside from the, tank. the tank. Yeah, and it sounded like the tank was breaking. It was crunch. Yeah, bang bang. Yeah. But anyway, finishing my by my story about the 151 the dissertation. So you yes. turn it, you 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 light the thing, turn uh-huh. the lights off. Yeah. And and that will wow your guests. Mm-hmm. That'll 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 get them damp in the pants all day long. Oh hey now, Grandpa, did you wear your depends? That's what I was talking about. Uh-huh. But here's where you turn up the heat. You ready? Uh-huh. Literally and figuratively. Figuratively. Edit, edit, edit. Uh, you grab, <laughs> you grab uh, some some cinnamon uh-huh. or some uh, nutmeg. Probably uh-huh. both because they both do this equally well. And, and they burn. They smell it when they burn. That's right. What you do is you just kind of when no one's looking because it's dark, right? Uh-huh. You just kind of shake them over the top of the drinks uh-huh. and this magnificent. Volcano of flame or Either, erupt. Even better than that, it looks like fireworks. Play, playing along with your your secretive magic trick thing, you put some in your hand when your guests aren't looking, and then oh. just flick it at the fire. Oh, that's even better. And it looks like you're putting on some sort of spell. Oh, that's a better idea. I'm yeah. stupid. I just pour it right out of the thing. My whole counter. Oh, that's funny. It's coated in like a, a quarter inch. Well, you know when you when you get cinnamon, one of the when you get the oh, oh, uh, at uh, at Trader Sam's here at uh, Disneyland, um, they fill the little. The little, uh, they have like these little holes, four little holes on each side, and they put the cinnamon in those so you can grab a little, uh, pinch a finger full and flick it at the flame that's in the middle of the thing. And that nice. way, you, that way you control like your, your cinnamon output, I reckon. Wow. So they're just kind of sharing the secret. So what did I yes. waste my time telling you for? Uh, because this is a whole different thing. You're not, you're not giving, you're not making someone a bowl, an uh oh, a bowl. Uh oh. Yeah, this is, uh-oh-a. this uh-oh-a. is also effective for uh, just about any drink, any tiki drink. Will benefit from a cinnamon or nutmeg. Uh, sure. Just so it works out. Anything with rum. That's the secret of uh, Don Beach and, and, and Trader Vic. Was that they they went into their their grandma's uh, spy shelf, into the pantry, and figured out all these like cheap ways to make uh, really super tasty drinks. And you know that's the main reason they used rum because rum was the cheapest spirit they could get. Yeah. And so we're all reaping the benefits of that. I, I put cinnamon on just about everything I make. It doesn't matter what it is. It's always a nice little. Or nutmeg, even better. Nutmeg that's, has a little less flavor. That's why I like scrambled eggs at Mike's house. <laughs> nutmeg scrambled eggs. Do sure. you ever had scrambled eggs with cinnamon on them? Pretty good. No, it's not bad. All right, I'll take you. Have to trust me on that. Hey, we gotta go, Mike. I have to go. You have to go. I live here. Well, you've been holding it for a while. We, we drink. We drink a lot of beer. So lame. All right, we're gonna get out of here. It's time to go. Yeah, but there's more music though, so you there don't have to go. There's more music. Yeah, we're gonna close with some classic, classic stuff. For, uh, we're gonna hear rumor. Uh-huh. Which isn't exactly classic, but it's classically styled. You know what? I love her voice. She is the second coming of Karen Carpenter, kind of, sort of. I love her. She's awesome. She's going to be doing pizza and pinball. Which I like. And then we're going we're gonna to leave you with a special little treat. Yeah. From the... Uh, vacation. The, yes, from, from it'll, it'll make you vacation-y. Yeah. 
and, and maybe even more after that. A little You're, bonus track if you stay tuned. You just kind of look at the little meter, the little little second thing that's counting down at the end of your player there. That's how much freaking show is left. So don't go anywhere. And think about how much you paid for this. Yeah. That's about how much it's worth. Say it. All right, you guys. Preach I want to thank it. you guys for tuning in. Uh, go to Mr. Suave's homepage over at mrsuave.com, or you can check him out on Facebook at Facebook slash whatever that is, Mod Mod World. Hashtag Mod Mod World. Hashtag. <laughs> no, slash, you know, Facebook slash Mod Mod World. Hashtag YOLO swag. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Mr. Swab's homepage, don't spell out the Mr. I'm telling you now. Or no, do spell out the Mr. Don't, don't abbreviate it. You'll be sorry if you do. We've talked about this. Hey, listen, you guys, I'm going to be back later on this summer with the new Tiki Oasis mix. Oh, yeah. And uh, lucky for you, it's going to be hostless, so you don't have to listen to me talk. It's yeah. just wall-to-wall, uh, almost two hours worth of this year's another spy theme, and uh, it'll be pretty exotic and espionage for sure. Uh, Mike, what do you got going this summer? Um, work, mostly. Mike's going to work Trying awesome. to make some new songs. It's hard, though. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's always writing. He's always recording. Uh, he's always working, actually. Yep, I'm like I'm, that's all I'm thinking about right now. It's like, what can I get done tonight? Yuck! All right, you guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate uh, you making it this far, or you know, at least pretending to. Uh, thank you, Mike. It's good to do another show with you. Right on, man. Uh, any last words? Um, yeah, eat more cheese weenies. Mm-hmm. Buy our CD. I think that covers it. Aloha. We spend so much time Inside these four walls Watching TV All lost in technology I need a change of scene To step inside a different dream Remember how things used to be It's a beautiful day Let's go outside And play Let's run through sprinklers Race the pine wood Eat cotton candy Drink a Slurpee Let's look for worms Near a fishing hole Catch a crawdad In a mason jar Chew cigar gum Trade matchbox cards Play ball and jacks Let's ride on our bikes Kiss cards and spokes Go clickety-clack, clickety-clack, clickety-clack Inside a different dream Remember how things used to be It's a beautiful day Let's go outside Let's run through sprinklers Race a pinewood derby Eat cotton candy Slurp a slurpee Cream Sundays make real big fun days. You'll make a splash with a cannonball. I'll make you laugh. Say hey, like the Fonzie Pizza and play
To make the trip come true, I'll take a sip or two of tropical libation. I'll take a chi-chi to Waikiki and a zombie to Kanapali. I'll use a Mai Tai to get to Kauai. I'll ride a hurricane to Lanikai. I'll drink a lava flow and dream of old Hilo Make it a blue Hawaiian cause I'm not in Waimanalo Oh yes, I guess that I'll just drink to Hawaii And taste paradise on my lips Oh well, I think I'll have to drink to Hawaii Since I can't afford the trips I'll fly a pina colada to Ala Moana And a Bahama Mama to Ka'a'awa A planner's punch to Hanama Bay I'll go with Dr. Funk to the Hana Highway Thanks to a scorpion bowl I'll see the Holona blowhole And with a pineapple passion I'll meet a gal from Dole Oh yes, I guess that I'll just drink to Hawaii And taste paradise on my lips I think I'll have to drink to Hawaii Since I can't afford the trips To Kapalua there's a puka puka carrying me I'll climb Diamond Head with a daiquiri I'll sail a navy grog to Pearl City I'll take a lychee martini to my malakini wahini Oh yes I guess I'll have to drink to Hawaii And taste paradise on my lips I say let's all drink to Hawaii Since we can't afford the trips Oh no, I can't afford the 
the trips Since I can't afford the trips I'll drink to Hawaii I'm usually pretty happy about these podcasts, uh-huh. and I think I'm really hilarious. Uh-huh. I have not had enough to drink. You're not, you're not I'm happy? I'm not feeling funny. Well. I don't feel funny, and yeah. I don't feel that I'm funny. Well, sometimes, simultaneously. sometimes it just doesn't happen. I wouldn't do that to our audience. It's sad enough that they're here at the end of this podcast with us now. You think they're actually listening still? Are you high? I want a hamburger. No, a cheeseburger. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. I want potato You'll chips. You'll get nothing and like it.